You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. What a night for the Atlanta Braves on Saturday as they even up their series with the Los Angeles Dodgers in a game that felt an awful lot like October came early. As These two teams certainly know each other from their playoff battles, and it felt like perhaps another one of those could be down the road. But this one, an important one, so the Braves can get back in the series, have a chance to win it on Sunday. we got a lot of good stuff to talk about here on the Braves postcast. I'm Grant McCauley. He's Jake Mastriani. Make sure you're subscribed to the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta we appreciate our over 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Make sure you're one of them and make sure you hit that uh, button for notifications so we get alerts every time we drop a new episode. And make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Jake, I just have to say it, you know, when these two teams meet, it always feels like there's this electric atmosphere. And, you know, over the last couple of years, given the couple of NLCSs that we've seen, these are two teams that a back and forth battle just seems like it's just going to be how it goes in each and every series. Yeah, everybody talks about, you know, October baseball in July or during a regular season. Look, this was October baseball. And really, this entire week has kind of felt like it when you look at the, the close games with the Giants and now this series with the Dodgers. And Braves have already come out on top of four of those games. So I'd say that's very good for where they are and their mentality and be able to come out and get these wins. Look, uh, almost lost it there and they come right back and still get the win. I think that's that just speaks to the character of this team. Yeah, and the Dodgers are a team that can find an answer and has found an answer against many teams, including the Atlanta Braves at times. But this is, I think, where it comes down to, are the Braves the club that they have shown that they can be in the month of June? And I think that giant series you mentioned, and of course, a night like tonight against the Los Angeles Dodgers, the answer seems to be yes. The Braves are, in fact, a club that has eyes on doing exactly what it did last year and going deep into October. And possibly winning it all. If they want to play all the way into November, we'll be right here for you on the Braves postcast. But let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Let's talk about game number 73 for the Braves. The middle contest of the three-game set against the Dodgers, who dropped to 44-26, and losing this game despite a valiant effort late. Three runs, nine hits, one error, seven men left on base. Braves now 42-31, and five runs, nine hits, no errors, seven men left aboard. Two big home runs for the Braves in this game. The two-run shot by Dansby Swanson to get him on the board and the two-run shot by Marcel Ozuna to put the Braves ahead in the bottom of the eighth inning. It made a winner out of A.J. Minter, who had just allowed a home run in the top half of the eighth, so he'll pick up the win. Max Fried pitched great, does not factor in the decision here. We'll talk more about him in a moment. Brewstar Gratterall gave up the home run on a slider down in the zone to Ozuna, who promptly hit it over the right center field wall and put the Braves ahead for good. He drops to 2-3 and three on the year, and Kenley Jansen was bringing it in the ninth inning. As he slammed the door, 1-2-3, struck out the side for his 20th save. Game lasted 3 hours, 12 minutes. Crowd of 42,161 on hand at Truist Park to see it. Dansby Swanson, his 13th home run of the year. The homer for Marcel was his 14th of the season. Both of those, Jake, I mean, the Braves and their offense is built and predicated by their ability to hit the long ball in large part as far as the Braves scoring runs and bunches. They continue to do that. They lead the National League in homers. Only the Yankees have hit more home runs than the Braves in all of baseball this season. Yeah, and both of those home runs, the one from Swanson and Ozuna, were just breaking balls that kind of were left over the middle of the plate. Ozuna's down a little bit. Dansby's up a little bit, but both just kind of spinning there. And the Braves have struggled with fastballs in this series, so a little surprising to see that. But I can just tell you, you make a, a mistake to anyone in this lineup, 
and they can take you deep. So, again, that's all the credit to the Braves hitters for being ready for those pitches and being able to jump on them for some big home runs. Obviously, Dansby's been doing it for a while now, but it's huge for Ozuna, who has been slumping. And honestly, you know, you wonder. I, I was writing during the game about Rosario and coming back and the fact he could take bats away from Ozuna in that DH spot. So this is huge for Ozuna and his confidence and hopefully him getting some momentum and getting going. That was a, a, just a massive home run after the Braves had just surrendered the lead. Yep, huge clutch hit. The game had just been tied up by the Dodgers in the top half of the eighth inning. It was Will Smith who jumped on A.J. Minter's first pitch solo home run. It was a 3-2 game, no more, as he tied it up. A.J. I thought did a nice job of rallying, leaving a runner out at second base and you know closing the door in that eighth inning with a big strikeout. But the damage had been done, but Marcelo Zuna stepping up big time for his club. And you mentioned Eddie Rosario. He was down in Gwinnett on the first day of his rehab assignment, one for four with a couple of strikeouts for Eddie. We'll see how long it takes and how long the Braves want to give him to work his way back into, you know, feeling like the a hitter with clear eyesight for the first time all season. They're definitely going to put him through the paces there. But for Ozuna, he certainly needed to come up with some big hits, and that's plural, and we'll see what he's able to do, but a big one on this night. Now, Max Fried in this game, Jake, unfortunately, he pitched a strong game into the seventh inning, six and two-thirds. He ends up being charged with two earned runs, one scored while he was in there. The last batter that he faced, Cody Bellinger, managing to sneak a hit up the middle under Orlando Arcia's glove and into center field for an RBI single. That was the sixth and final hit he gave up, just one walk, nine strikeouts from Max Fried. And he just continues to show that if you need your ace to step up and pitch in big games and big situations against big teams, for the Atlanta Braves, Max Fried's their guy. Yeah, he is. And we talked about it yesterday. You know, this is your stopper. And they showed the stats during the game, just how good he's been after an Atlanta Braves loss. And he did everything that they needed him to do in this game. Working into the seventh inning was really on cruise control until that seventh inning. Kind of a long bottom half of the six comes out good at bat by Chris Taylor. You know, walks the leadoff batter that always tends to come around and hurt you. And then a great at bat by Cody Bellinger and his last batter that he faced there as well, you know, fouling off some tough pitches, working the count full. And then, like you said, just sneaking that ball through the infield there, kind of tough. Would have loved to see him get out of that right there and finish off that seventh inning, but was not to be again, the Dodgers. I mean, good hitters. I know Bellinger, maybe not having the season that he's used to having, but still, I mean, that's a professional at bat back, back right there that a lot of the Dodgers, batters are capable of giving. Yeah. I mean, even the next batter, Will Smith, comes in, and Austin Barnes, their nine-hitter, hitting 183, takes a fastball up in the way and drives it through the hole in the right side. I mean, just a, a good swing and good at bat. They are a really good, really deep team. So are the Braves. But just getting back to Max Fried, just how wonderful he was. 20 swings and misses on the night. I heard John Smoltz say that's the most he's had uh, in a game. I'm not sure if that was this season, but – uh, 20 swings and misses is a lot of swings and misses just yeah. tells you how dominant that he was on this night and he was he was in rare form and love to see it from your ace yeah I mean you could tell the eye test Max Fried was passing that and then when you start to really you know parse through the numbers and look at the stats like the swinging strikes you find out that Max Fried was in fact very good can confirm he was maximum Fried on this night again nine strikeouts for him that's a a big deal against a Dodgers lineup that simply does not strike out this much I know they mentioned that this is the most the Dodgers have struck out all season long in this game and Kenley Jansen punctuated it by punching out the side to end that frame and, and let's talk about a couple of key plays you mentioned the Bellinger at batter we both talked about it he just missed a three-run homer that would have tied up the game off Max Fried so as much as I hate him sneaking a seeing eye single up the middle to get the Dodgers on the board 
I'll take that every day and twice on Sunday over a three-run homer off the foul pole that nearly tied the game. And Bellinger's had a way of doing that against the Braves, so I guess maybe it did minimize the damage after all, even if that did end the night for Max Fried. Uh, how about Will Smith with a huge strikeout of Freddie Freeman to end the seventh inning with the bases loaded? That felt like a play that just had the crowd just on their feet, almost apoplectic, because, you know, with Freddie, as he talked about, yeah, he's in a different uniform now, and you had a chance to really celebrate and have a moment in the first game. But now, Freddie Freeman's a Dodger, so I would imagine most of Truist Park was no longer interested in celebrating Freddie. They were ready to see him making out, and making out he did, and I did not expect that from that kind of matchup. It just felt like that might be a moment for the former Braves first baseman, but in fact, it was a big moment for Will Smith, I think one of his biggest of the season. Yeah, it was. And look, that was the most tense moment for me in the game where I just had to stop everything and zone in on that because, I mean, Freddie Freeman, a bases loaded game right there in the balance. You you talk about it. That is the biggest moment as there is and not Freddie's best at bat that he's ever had. Uh, but again, credit to Will Smith, you know, coming back after walking turn or getting a big strike out there, getting out of that jam. That was really huge. And Freddie Freeman was on deck at the, in the ninth inning as well. Could have come up as a tying run. Glad that that didn't happen. You know, that's just really what you don't want is you don't want Freddie Freeman coming through with a huge hit against the Braves. That just feels really, really bad. So glad it didn't happen on this night. Yeah, you'd rather avoid that if possible. It's been a pretty quiet series for him thus far. Knock on wood. We'll see what the finale holds. But the Braves were able to take the bat out of his hands in that particular at-bat, or at least not let him do any damage with it as Will Smith got the big strikeout there. I want to talk a little bit more about the Braves' offense and give you an update on Ronald Acuna Jr. here in a moment. Before I do, though, I want to tell you about BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including all the MLB action and the latest fighting news from MMA to UFC to boxing. You can head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline.net. That is where the game starts. Uh, before I get to the Ronald Acuna news, because we don't know a ton about it, we just know he was lifted in the ninth inning. I want to talk about the day that Dansby Swanson had because this just continues to be the trend. And we're getting a good look at Trey Turner. And I have a theory, and I don't know that this is a founded theory, but perhaps Trey Turner will become one of the first players not to play for a team, to have his number retired by a team, <laughs> because he wears out the Braves at a rate that is just unheard of. And so matching him up as one of the best shortstops in all of baseball and the National League against Dansby Swanson in this series, Jake, I feel like that's one of the nice little subplots of this. Dansby, a two-hit day, the two-run home run. He's now batting 307 on the season. The OPS is creeping up towards 900 for Dansby, who's been playing the gold glove defense. I know we talk about him all the time, and both these guys deserve to be National League All-Stars. It's going to be fascinating to see who the fans choose as the starting shortstop in the National League. Yeah, and they showed the results. I think Turner's leading right now, but uh, Brace fans, get out there and vote. I mean, it's really yes. close. You could go with either one. Obviously, we're a little biased. I think Dansby is deserving. I think they'll both be there regardless. But, yeah, it is a great little subplot with a lot going on. There's plenty of plots in this series, but one of them is the two shortstops who may be the two best shortstops, maybe not just in the National League, but all of baseball yep. right now. Uh, so it's been fun to watch both of them go at it. But, yeah, I'm glad Trey Turner's not in the NL East anymore. We don't have to face him quite as much because he just terrorizes the Atlanta Braves. I mean, I know here lately he's terrorizing everybody, but you can just almost pencil in at least two hits in a run scored in every game that he plays against the Braves. Yeah, and usually those two hits come at the most inopportune time for the Braves. And you think, well, great, they traded him out west. We don't have to see him that much. And then you realize, oh, no, you're going to get to October. Now you're going to have to see that Trey Turner. So that's not a whole lot of fun. But 
as the case was uh, in 2021, the Braves beat a Trey Turner-led Dodgers team, and that worked out for Atlanta. We'll see uh, what 2022 has in store. But uh, as you look down the Braves lineup, a couple of other good notes in this one. Austin Riley, two for four, a double, a run knocked in. Michael Harris, another multi-hit game for the rookie. He's had a lot of swing and miss here lately, and I I think that's just to be expected when you're trying to make the jump to the big leagues and you're the youngest player in all of baseball. But two for four with a run scored on that Riley double. Uh, Good-looking swings from both of those guys. Good to see that on this night. Yeah, and he's faced a lot of tough lefties lately as well. Mm-hmm. Rodon Urias the other night. So kind of, you know, kind of expected. And he, look, I don't think he's going to be a career three, 340 hitter or whatever uh, his average has gotten up to. Hopefully he is. That would be outstanding. Mm-hmm. So you got to expect a little bit of regression as the league kind of figures him out. But he had the hardest hit ball on this night, almost yeah. 113 miles per hour. So he's still, you know, making hard contact. The speed got him another hit in this game as well. So that is certainly playing. And again, I know we'll talk about Ronald. If he is out, it just makes him even more important for what he does defensively in the outfield. So he's getting it done. Travis Darno, a big double uh, in this game as well before the Ozuna home run. I thought he was going to pull a Will Smith and just go first pitch of the inning and, and hammer one for a home run, but he goes for a double off the wall. So again, the Braves catcher coming up with a big hit right there as well. And then Riley, great at bat. After Acuna had just gotten picked off, technically it goes down as Dansby Swanson caught stealing. You know, the Braves had first and second, nobody out, and look like they may get nothing out of that inning. And then Riley comes up with a huge at-bat and, and doubles into the right center field gap to score Acuna for a big third run right there. I thought that was one of the, the key moments of this game. So good to see a great at-bat from Riley. I thought, I thought he had a great at-bat late in the game the night before, too, to take a walk. Uh, to put some pressure on the Dodgers right there in that game. Unfortunately, couldn't get anything out of it behind him. But Riley, looks like he's starting to see the ball a little bit better, and that is great. Yeah, you want to get all these guys going and get as many of them heated up as you can at the same time. That has been the recipe for success for the Braves, who are now 19-4 and in the month of June, one of the best records in baseball, the best record in baseball, and continuing to play extremely well as they get into the teeth of a much tougher part of their schedule than the first couple of weeks of this particular month of June. Uh, the update from Brian Snitker's pro- post-game press conference was that Ronald Acuna did foul a pitch off his foot. I was concerned a little bit when he got into that rundown that maybe he had tweaked a little something. Fortunately, nothing uh, happened there, but fouling a ball off your foot obviously can be a very painful experience. Snitker said he does not feel that there's a break, but Acuna got very, it was very sore in that spot. So we'll see what his status is for Sunday. Of course, the Braves may choose to give him a rest. That's not ideal against a team like the Los Angeles Dodgers. But I mean, look, the Braves are going through a very long stretch leading up to the all-star break where off days are going to be at a premium. So if Ronald's a little banged up, you'd much rather give him a rest, I think, and let him get through that than to have him push through it and be more sore and need more time just in case you make something worse. Yeah, absolutely. There's just, there's no real reason to push Acuna right now. I understand it's a Dodgers series. You want to try to get a series win against him, but if he's banged up at all, hopefully it's just a little bruise. It'll be, uh, you know, swollen. But either way, you know, a night game on a Sunday may help that out, give them a little bit more time. But I kind of doubt that he would play on Sunday. I, I think it's just a smart thing there to give him a rest. You don't want to push anything with him right now. Well, let's talk about Sunday. It is game three, Braves and Dodgers. Sunday night baseball on ESPN, a 7.08 p.m. Eastern time first pitch. Spencer Strider's 3-2 and two on the season. ERA of 3.40, and Tony Gonsolin, what a season he's having. One of the best pitchers in all of baseball this year, 9-0 and with a 158 ERA. Going to be an interesting pitching matchup. Number one, Gonsolin clearly throwing, having the season of his life. 
Secondarily, when you look at Spencer Strider, you know, he's had some different tests as he has made his move into the starting rotation. I feel like he's learned different things in different starts. But, Jake, this will be the biggest of all the tests for him as he faces a club like the Dodgers. I know Mookie Betts is out, but this is still one of the tough lineups, the deepest teams, and one of the best teams in all of baseball. And Spencer Strider has not seen a team like the L.A. Dodgers just yet. Yeah, first thing for me with Spencer in this start is the velocity. He was down a good bit in his last start. Want to see where that's at, especially early in the game. Will be a lot of adrenaline, a lot of momentum in this. May help out there, but I more so just want to see, you know, can he get back to that high velocity, 98, 99, 100, you know, through those first two or or three innings. Uh, if he gets back to that, I feel like he'll he'll be fine. I think he can get through five or six innings. And Tony Gonsolin, yeah, I mean, 9-0, incredible in the NL Cy Young race for sure. But one thing when you look for Tony Gonsolin, he hasn't gone more than six innings in a start all year. They don't really, you know, give him a lot of length. So, Hopefully you get to him, get him out after five or six inning when the game close and, and see what you can do late in the game against the, the Dodgers bullpen. Yeah, Spencer Strider did not even get a relief appearance in when the club was out in L.A. because he had pitched in the San Diego series, I believe, in a multi-inning role. And so he was down in that Dodgers series, just not available for Atlanta. So this will be his first look at the Dodgers. It will come as a starting pitcher. And this is a lineup that to get through it a couple of times, that's certainly something. To start making your way through the Dodgers lineup a third time, then you have really accomplished something. We'll see what Spencer Strider can do as he looks to bounce back from what was the first real speed bump or a rough start for him. But, you know, I loved his comments after that start, you know, the lessons that he is learning, the things that he is taking away on a night that he did not have his best stuff and wasn't really able to compensate for it with secondary pitches. He still has, you know, got different things that you can take from that and use that in a bounce-back effort, and the Braves could certainly use it as he takes the ball against Tony Gonsolin and the Dodgers. Again, first pitch at 7.08 p.m. Eastern time at Truist Park. We'll be here on the Braves postcast to talk about it after the Sunday night baseball game. We hope that you will join us, and we hope you're subscribed to the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure that you click the bell so you get the notifications whenever we drop a new episode, and make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, a great night for Atlanta as the Braves pick up a 5-3 victory in comeback fashion over the Los Angeles Dodgers to even up this series at a game of peace. He's Jake Mastriani. I'm Grant McCauley. This has been the Braves Postcast, part of the All Locked On Sports Atlanta. We look forward to catching up with you again on Sunday. Until then, so long, everyone.